0: Hashtag, you don't have to be Jewish.
1: So we are going to continue here on uh, The dealing Show on 101.9 High FM, always bringing you interesting people, people who overcome all sorts of things. And our next guest is a lupus survivor. She's an author and she's an educator and speaker. And what I really love about her is, Just like Grant is passionate about what what he does, so is she. She is incredibly passionate. She's a person with a vision and a purpose and a dream to change people's lives. And this is what gets her up and gets her doing things every single day. I have uh, Daniela John on the show um, to tell us about her book and just to tell us about how she's impacting education through reading because she's really passionate about it. So Daniela, welcome and thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much, Nikki.
1: Wonderful to be here. Wow. So before we before we talk about your lupus and your book, let's just talk a little bit about you. Um, After we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll get to that, Um, you know, your experience, like um, how it was that you fell in love with reading and that you wanted to make so many strides in education and helping young people. So you're going to share that with us after the break, Daniela. We're going to be right back.
0: Hi FM 101.9 MHz of life
1: if you've just tuned in, good afternoon to you. I'm Nikki Zeburini. This is the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Just a reminder that if you do ever miss any part of the interview, we do podcast all the shows. You just need to go to the High FM website. Um, before I return to our guest, I want to just drop a little bit of a hint, you know, this time of the year, and we have had because of COVID, we haven't been able to get excited about it, but now we are, and I'm just going to say Jerusalem Marathon. The challenge is out there, Jerusalem Marathon. Do you want to be in Jerusalem in March of this year? Do you want to run through the beautiful hills? Do you want to do it for a greater purpose? Oh, it makes me so happy to say that finally, thank God, this year the opportunity is there. I'll be talking a little bit more about it just now, but we have Daniela Jan on the show, who is an author, educator, speaker, and a lupus survivor. Just before the break, Daniela, I said, tell us, why are you so passionate about um, communications, reading, and your creative communication tools that
0: you like to share? Hi, Nikki, lovely to be here. Well, let me just give you a bit of background. So I'm originally from Ghana and we moved to to Grahamstown, Eastern Cape, 30 odd years ago. And my my mother, my grandmother was actually literate. And so my mom just she just purposed in her heart and she was so determined to get us educated and to get us to fall in love with reading and mm-hmm. because she knew the importance of, you know, where reading and, and the love thereof can actually take you. And um and so from a very young age, we used to visit the library very often. We used to read books. We used to just get in really immersed into stories and storytelling and that sort of thing. And I started writing stories um, from a very young age as well. And I remember in grade six, we had a project where we had to write. Uh, we'd, we'd done Alice in Wonderland and we had to come up with our own version. And I and I wrote Danny in Wonderland in, in, in Toyland. And... <laughs> And I actually did an audio with a cassette player you know of the book as well. and my teacher was so impressed. she, she read it to the grade ones at that time. Oh, and wow. they wrote me letters and to thank me. And that just sparked something incredible inside of me. And I said, you know from that day, I said, I want to be a traveling children's author. And um, been writing since then. but then after my trick, uh, it's your. My life turned around when I was diagnosed with lupus and um, lupus is an autoimmune condition where your your body's um, immune system actually attacks itself. Mm -hmm. And so the lupus, the kind of lupus I have, SLE, it affects affects any part of my body. So it's affected my kidneys, my heart, my lungs, my hair, my skin, my joints, my bones, Um, my everything pretty much and especially my brain um hence the name of my book Crazy Became Me um, because I actually became psychotic and oh. I would never have thought that it would have been the first book I would write because <laughs> I was into writing children's books <laughs> and then um, this mm, and then how that. frightening yeah. Daniela yeah yeah so um so that was my first book and um Crazy Became a lupus story and it, it it did pretty well and it really just opened awareness about the disease. And I launched it in Cape Town and in Ghana. And it it was it's been such a blessing in this in the sense that it's really opened people's minds up to just autoimmune disease and how it cannot affect, not only affect your physical, you know, your body, but just your the societal, the emotional trauma that comes with the disease is just unbearable almost. <laughs>
1: yeah so, I so. mean I mean Daniela, I mean that's huge as you say at that age to to be diagnosed with this lupus and to become psychotic so not only physically are you feeling so awful but mentally you're feeling off um what what, what how did you deal with it does the med- is the medication does it work? Are you um, trying to balance medication Do you have good days and bad days? how does lupus
0: work? So there is medication. There is, unfortunately, not a cure for lupus, but there are ways that you can manage the illness. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am on on quite a lot of medication and it depends on what organ it actually affects. So the main medication that lupus um, patients, we call ourselves lupus warriors. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) <laughs> is we take chloroquine, which is also a bit co- a big controversy we with COVID and, you know, all that happened with what people were saying about the, the, the pills. And, um, yeah, so we take chloroquine and I, it affects my kidneys, as I've mentioned. So I take kidney medication as well and just also mood stabilizers and all sorts of other medication that can just help to to manage it. But, you know, it's important to also mention, incredibly important to also mention that um, you need to develop mental muscle as well. So the medication can only do so much for you. It's got a lot to do with also just your nutrition, um, your movement slash exercise, as well as just keeping mentally fit. So I think those three are the, just the cornerstones of how I've been able to manage the the, the illness. Um, just generally, you know, eating well. Um, Moving, you know, people don't like saying ex- the word exercise or gym is like a swear word to swear word to, to a lot of lupus, you know, um, survivors or lupus warriors because um, it generally also affects the joints. But there they, are certain things that you can manage to do, like just walking every day. Um, swimming is also very important if, you, if you've got access to, you know, to, to a pool because it's it's gentle on the joints. But just any form of movement, even, you know, a bit of housework or just any movement that you can do that, but also just trying to be focused on the the mental side of things, finding what what are you passionate about and trying to pursue that Um, and trying to also, you know, make a living out of it, which is a huge challenge for lupus warriors because um, very often with the disease, it's very unpredictable, Nikki. So one day you can refine, the other day you can be on death's door. And so, you know, for, for employers, they, they seem to think that you're faking it. You seem to wonder, like, am I crazy? Am I hypochondriac? Um, especially before you diagnose. Um, yeah. Because it, according to research, it takes between four to six years of symptoms to come and go for doctors to make a definite diagnosis. So because it's such a difficult disease to diagnose, then you are half the time you're sick. Other times you just wonder what is going on. And everyone else around you thinking that you're faking it. You've just been lazy because one of the one of the, um, the symptoms of lupus is, is, is extreme fatigue. And to the point where you can't even think straight, uh-huh. even with, with thinking it's called the, you, you know, you, you lose your memory. It's called brain fog. You, you forget things. You, your mind is just fuzzy. So a lot of lupus patients, in fact, 46% of lupus patients are unemployed. And the rest, um, the the rest of the percentage, they are either self-employed because then they can manage, you know, they can they can manage it better, or they they are part-time employed. Um, so that's another issue, societal issue that we need to to deal with, you know, because we we you have so many medical aid is not 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 being very friendly in terms of just you know helping out with um, uh, you know, and if you don't have a job to start off with how can you have medical aid hmm. um so that the problems are just endless it just seems yeah, and sounds like this yeah it's it's a it's a mission but you know I've, I've 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 really tried to they said you know use your passion try um try and find out how you can you can invest and impact you know in with the with the, with the strength that you have exercising important eating well is also very important and just having a plan i know that you know many lupus warriors wake up they're exhausted but even waking up deciding to to just get out of bed put on some makeup go take a walk um to do, do reading you've got time to read and you know the internet's got endless stuff for you to read books libraries um there's there's just so much you can do so just much. to to add color to your life because it can be such a a dull and a dark disease, you know, and it's important that you, you focus on, on the brightness that that is out there you know yeah. yeah and
1: you've put this all in your book um daniela this yeah. crazy became yeah. me a lupus story so it's your story and yeah. you share it because it you know it's you say here um a riveting memoir of living um but thriving with the autoimmune disease called lupus which which i i love the thriving that you have found a way to really extract whatever you can and, and make the most out of it daniela we're going to take a quick break um sure. stay with us so so we can continue with our chat.
0: Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life.
1: Welcome back to the DL Link show. I have Daniela John on the show today. She's an author, educator, speaker, and lupus warrior. Um, she's written a book, Crazy Became Me, a lupus story. It's a riveting memoir. Um, and Daniela shares her story and you know, and gives you ideas and insights, um, yeah, thriving with this autoimmune disease. And Daniela, you are talking about how passionate you are about reading, about writing, because you have written two other books, children's books. Watch out, yes. Forty Hudson and the grumpy GNU, which I love. They sound amazing. You also, (laughs) I mean, you're a speech and drama performance and educator, and you love it. And so with the (laughs) lupus, you still can go out there with all the energy and do what you love doing.
0: Yes, I'm very, very blessed and fortunate to at least, you know, know what what I'm passionate about and um, to be able to engage with the children and um, through... My, I've got a YouTube channel called Storytime with Madame Delina and yes. I have pink hair and pink glasses and pink lipstick and I'm very boisterous and out there and I read stories <laughs> to children and um, I interview children about their favourite books and I also go around, you know, since I published these two children's books since in last August, I've been going around schools, just doing shows, book shows for the kids, because I really believe that books and, and reading should not just be an activity or a chore. It should be an experience, you know, um, and I think mm-hmm. we need to start redefining what reading is. It's supposed to be fun. We need to associate it with fun. We need to associate it with with um, creativity and, and imagination and, and traveling to places you've never been to, you know. Um, I think very, very, people, are. there's just people, children have been put, too much pressure has been put on kids um, just to, to, to read for only academic reasons. And, you know, reading for fun improves the academic uh, performance in any case. You know, it's, it's been proven sure. in research. It also, you know, it also saddened me that a mere five percent of of parents read to their children, which is it is shocking. And you know, fourteen percent of South Africans identify themselves as active readers, and those statistics are just, it's 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 just. Incredibly shocking, given the fact that we know how important—or do we really know how important reading is? You know, to just expand the mind, improve academic—you know—academic you know, academic performance, um, vocabulary. It builds empathy. It it improves society in terms of your social skills. It helps with mental health, which is such a problem nowadays for, for any society. Um, it eradicates poverty. It makes makes people ambitious. You know, and and, and yeah. inspires to pursue their dreams so I think one, once people are made aware of that then they then they actually you know can engage with books again you know bringing books back into society and the, the value that they bring so my mission as Madame Delina is to to build a tribe of young radical readers who value reading as fun as rewarding as fulfilling you know and as, as an experience mm. yeah love it and so this
1: Madame Delina is your alter ego she's your twin sister she's the fun part of you with the pink wig and you know I've read up I've read up some feedback um, because going to schools we need more Madame Delina's so many of our kids are on iPads and on phones and that oh, yeah. becomes this, you know, this kind of flush of of stimulation and and that's mm-hmm. what we think. And so our children's ability to focus and, as you say, use yes. imagination is just slowly seeping away. So I yes. love that you're doing this, Daniela. I think that, you know, if there are teachers out there listening, if there are parents out there listening, go and speak to teachers and headmasters and have mm. Daniela come in as Madam Delina and ignite this passion within. Yes. What is it? What what do what you what are you doing? You want a whole lot of radical readers. What did you say, yes, Daniela? Yeah. Building
0: a tribe of young radical readers. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, I did actually call my my, because I started off at Parklands College and Krista Robin pre-primary, um, because they they wanted to introduce a storytelling element. So I decided to bring the character in and they call amazing. they call Madame Delina my prettier twin sister, which I was very sad about. <laughs> Now now, not prettier. Uh, your twin sister. Your twin sister.
1: Um, Daniela, just for people who want to have a look at that um YouTube, um, you know, you telling stories, how i just please just tell us again how to do that.
0: It's called Storytime with Madame Delina. D-E-L Delina. Fabulous
1: wonderful yeah. wonderful wonderful that's for kids who want to look at that and then of course your book crazy yes. became me a looper story memoir um and uh, i know it was published in 2018 so if people
0: want to get hold of you how do they do that daniela very quickly they can do so on my website it's www.daniellajohn.com i can leave it with with you nikki and if anyone need, needs to get hold of you uh, me, they can, you know, come come to you. So it's Daniela as in d a n i e l l a and then my surname D J A N dot com. you oh. can find out every all the information about everything that I do.
1: Thank you, Daniela. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really it. Thank wonderful you so much, having you on Amy. the show.
0: Thank you.